tell me what a banjolele is? How do you not know what a banjolele is? I honestly, I have no clue what that is. Are you... Yes. I... Okay. So, dear listeners, I thought I was friends with Aaron, uh, but he doesn't know what a banjolele is, so we're not actually friends. I'm imagining a banjo. Yes. Ukulele. No, is that seriously it? That is seriously it. Oh my gosh. It's so awesome. So it's got four (laughs) strings. It's the size of a ukulele, but it's got like the drum head. It's got the bridge sitting on the drum. Is it the metal tinny strings? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you can, you can get, um, you can get brass strings or you can still just do like the polyvinyl or whatever. I'm buying one, Aaron. It's awesome. Okay. Well, good for you. Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry, primarily between 2004 and 2008 when I was in high school. Each week, we will hear a selection read aloud for what may be the first time and we'll examine it for its historical, philosophical, and literary qualities. Always asking, why in the world did I write this? I am dragging my dear friend Dave with me on this journey into my private journal. Dave, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you regret this? So if it's 1 to 10 being 1, I don't regret it, and 10... um. Mm. Have you heard of Graham's number? Uh, ele- uh, no. Okay, fair enough. Gra- Graham's number, uh, it's one of the largest numbers that has ever been thought of. I don't actually know where it originally comes from. We know that it ends in a seven. And we also know that if you used all of the material in the known universe to create ink it wouldn't have enough ink to write down all of Graham's number. Uh, so I'm, I'm sitting at like a Graham's number, mm. Mm. like a, a, a practical infinite. Practical infinite. Mm. Poetry to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you are breaking my, uh, my scales. You're welcome. And I guess that's what you're here for. <laughs> The poem that we will hear today is a short one, uh, still coming to us on that fateful day in November 2005. This poem is called The Room. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. A room. Four walls. One window. One door. The prison to a restless soul. This poem, very short, very descriptive of basically nothing. The end. Oof. (laughs) Okay, so we're back to definitional. Ah, yeah, I thought I had broken this phase. Uh Uh-uh. This is maybe the most basic of definitional right 
Although I would, some rooms don't have a window. So there's a descriptor that stands out. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are correct. There are some rooms that have more than four walls even. So fine. We're not in a definitional phase. We're in a bad definitional phase. <laughs> yeah, true. No, I mean, I, this is an I, I, maybe less definitional, more observational. Observational. Okay. Okay. This is my bedroom. I I guessed as much. Really? The, the subtlety wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't too hard for you there. Subtle as a brick through a stained glass window. I mean, funny you said brick. Subtle as I love lamp. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a reference. Yeah. For those of you who have uh, did not grow up in the early 2000s, but when, wait, when did Anchorman come out? That's a great question. Anchorman was a pivotal film within uh, <laughs> a generation of of moviegoers. And this just reminds me of I Love Lamp. I, I envision myself literally sitting with my back to the door because I didn't have a lock. Right. I've I've knocked out two poems already. Right. And now I'm just looking around and writing what I see. <laughs> right. I don't want to be mean, but this poem is literally... Look, there's a wall and a window. But, Dave, it's a it's also a prison. It's a prison. <sighs> I think this poem is so bad, it's broken our format. <laughs> right. Like what 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 do we have to talk about? Um the the death of metaphor. Uh the brokenness of the English language. I've proven that many a time already. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fix what's already broken. This is, um, yeah, this is beyond repair. If we're looking at format, though, mm -hmm. I will say there is something afoot. Because literally, if you take this as an acrostic, it spells afoot. <laughs> <sighs> what do you, what do you think I might have been going for there with this this hidden message? I I I uh... yeah I I mean I oh man <laughs> wow this is gonna be a short one <laughs> oh no there is something afoot wow. Wow! You see what I did there? No, no, I didn't. Because no, no one can see what you did there. I spelled it out for you. Actually, I this is this was by no means an acrostic. <laughs> <laughs> I, just... I will say before you pointed it out when you said that something was afoot, I thought that was a reference to you had like metrical feet, like you had. What's it called? Iams or dactyls or however it, I, I I don't know poetry man. Iambic pentameters and that kind of stuff. Am I saying the word right? Yeah. So iamb is the feet. 
like it's the the measure of the thing and then pentameter is by five so you thought i was making a literary joke i thought you were making a pun about an iamic what would it be like duameter no it would uh iams are stressed unstressed unstressed stressed shall i compare thee to a summer's day thou art more lovely and more temperate a room for walls one wind ah dang (laughs) (laughs) window window you're screwing this up for us yeah, you take a window out, you got a room for walls, one door. The prince and two are rats, the soul. Ah, oh, man. Would have been better if it rhymed. Uh, no, no, it, it wouldn't no. have been. Mm. No. I mean, you've heard the phrase, you can't polish a turd, right? Well, yeah, but... Can you polish a foot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we better... We better... Um... We better move on. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, I don't, I don't know. What can we learn from this, Dave? Wow. Well, I mean, again, if we're looking for like the universality, if we're looking for where people can find understanding or where they can hear their own thoughts, I'm sure plenty of people have had that. You know, man, I'm. I'm trapped in my room. This is like a prison. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I wasn't even like grounded or anything. I was just, (laughs) I was just bored and sitting in my room. Now that is interesting because it's a self-inflicted punishment. Mm. You're trapping yourself. Like you even said earlier that you had your back up against the door. Like you were the lock itself. That's kind of interesting, Aaron. Self-inflicted boredom? Yeah. Mm. I don't know if you know this, but like when you were in high school, there was this magical new invention called uh, Television. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And reruns of Seinfeld. Uh, I never watched that. Yeah, that's fine. No, it was Fresh Prince for me. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, why I was not doing something else this day. Right. Apparently, I felt trapped in my room. (laughs) For the universality of it, I mean, to feel stuck in one place, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's that's something we can take away from this is uh, we all feel stuck sometimes. I don't, I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Well, short poems tend to lead to short episodes. Uh, Fair enough. I got nothing else from this one, Dave. I think uh, we give our listeners a break from whatever that was. Yeah, that's fair. So um, you already called this an unpolished turd. Unpolishable. Turd. Unpolishable turd. Thank you. Thank yes, you for that very clarification. Different, very different. Yes. Um, so with that in mind, good or garbage, Dave? <sighs> so this one, we're going in a, a slightly different direction. I remember going to a wedding and it was in the summer. And so I was wearing uh, some loafers, like some cheap 
leather. They probably weren't even leather. They were probably pleather penny loafers. And usually you don't wear socks with penny loafers. So I didn't wear socks. Uh, and then when I got home after, you know, the wedding ceremony and the dinner and the dancing, I took off my horrible pleather shoes and something was afoot. And it was the smell of my feet, which I would compare to, I don't know, a certain acrostic poem that I've heard recently. It's not even a real acrostic. <laughs> I wish I could give myself that ounce of credit. <laughs> An accidental acrostic. I love it. That stinks. Oh. I agree. It does stink like a foot. Like a sweaty foot. Like a sweaty foot. Well, listeners, with this shorter episode, we'll take the opportunity to plug something that I worked on this week. We we now have a website. Ooh. What's the link, Dave? That's a great question. Uh, you can find us by Googling my bad poetry and then probably other words. If you are a diehard fan who really wants to dive into this experience with us together, the website offers you an opportunity to see the poems in their uh, natural form. (laughs) Snapshots from the journal, bad handwriting, awful spelling. Um, (laughs) I, I apologize to anyone who wishes to decipher it it's there for you uh you can also find all the episodes there as long as i remember to put them up good work yeah just thanks for coming along on this on the ride with us uh hope you're having fun remember to like and subscribe and smash that notification bell oh Dave, uh, we don't know we don't have any of that we don't don't have any of those i mean they they could maybe subscribe depending on their platform yeah Yikes, this is a nightmare. We're going to leave you now with words from a true poet. This poem coming to us from John Donne mm-hmm. called The Progress of the Soul, First Song, uh, this, a selection from stanza 25. Now swam a prison in a prison put, and now this soul in double walls was shut till melted with the swan's digestive fire. She left her home, the fish and vapored forth, fate not affording bodies of more worth. If, if you know what that means, you are a better <laughs> interpreter than I, but <laughs> I guarantee you more is afoot there than what you've just heard me read. I encourage you, I don't know if, if that intrigues you, if that's your style. John Dunn's great. John Dunn has some great stuff. Dave, when I was a sophomore, oh my gosh, it would have been this year. When I was a sophomore in high school, I had a poetry project Mm -hmm. uh, where I studied John Dunn. Oh. And my final project, because he went from like sensual writer to preacher, pastor, dude, Mm -hmm. I dressed up in an acolyte robe okay and pretended to be john dunn preaching a sermon okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh well this has been my bad poetry (laughs) episode the room 
It's about <laughs> as it's it's it maybe on par with the movie. <laughs> oh hi, doggy. For all you restless souls out there, um, get out of your room. Go do something fun. Go and write some bad poetry. Rhyme free doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry.